Hey guys, so this week I am going to try something a little bit different. I did talk to you guys in the um, series intro episode about this new idea I had, which is um, if you guys message me in with sort of questions or dilemmas that you're going through at the moment, I could kind of chat about that on the podcast anonymously and I would say give my advice, but you know, um, I'm not a healthcare professional, um, but give my kind of experience on it and hopefully it will help you. Um, a little disclaimer before I get into the episode, obviously I'm not, as I said, a healthcare professional. So if you are going through something really, um, you know, it's really affecting you right now. I'm going to leave some um, resources in the show notes so you can go there and just have a little browse. Some of them are free, some of them are paid for, but there's a there's a good variety of resources in there for you to find some help. Um, and, you know, on top of everything uh, that I've been through, I've also had CBT therapy. So I'm completely for seeking help for your mental health. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to put that in and I will be saying that at the beginning of every episode just in case somebody happens to find us through one episode and not the intro. I just think it's important for you guys to know that I'm not, you know, I'm not a professional in any sense, but I have been through <laughs> a lot in my life. Um, so, you know, let's just see this as a space where we can all safely talk about mental health and hopefully find some solutions together. So um, that being said, I know that therapy isn't accessible for everyone and I'm completely for self-help and that is why I created this podcast Um, because when I was going through it, I would listen to multiple podcasts of people talking about their experience because it really helped me. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about anxiety and panic attacks. So if that's something that you suffer from and you feel like listening to this episode might trigger up some feelings, maybe um, hop over to another episode and um, or carry on listening and see if, if, it, um, if it helps you and we can find a solution together. So after that little <laughs> disclaimer ramble... Um, I had a message from a lovely listener um, all about her anxiety and panic attacks and I've asked her permission if I can read this uh, message anonymously. Um, I know it's a big topic for you guys and I've had a couple of listeners email in to say how do you cope with anxiety and how do I go about my day to day when I feel so anxious and um, I don't have the answer to that but I do definitely have some things that I've done or some some kind of coping techniques that I've developed over the years. I'll start by reading out the message. Hey Liv, I just wanted to check in and see if you could give me any advice. I've been suffering really badly with anxiety and panic attacks over the last two months or so. Oh, that's really, yeah, full on. Anxiety attacks and panic attacks are not nice. Um, I've been getting really physical symptoms and I just think it's really ruining my life right now. I think everything is wrong with me. Oh god, this is breaking my heart. Um, I've suffered with this before, but it seems so different this time around, and I feel like everything I've learned in my last stint of CBT has seemed to be forgotten. I just feel so lost. 
wondered if you could give me any tips or maybe even recommend a therapist. My last therapist is now charging £200 for an hour, um, for an hour and a half session, which I still can't afford as I'm still on furlough. Let me know. I can just totally relate to this message. Um, and I'm sure a lot of you can. When anxiety, when you're in anxiety, it feels like you are never going to get out. You're like, it feels like that feeling is never going to leave, especially if you can't break the cycle of it. Um, I know that when I was going through anxiety massively, um, about a year ago, um, just even getting out of bed felt like a, a bit of a scary thing to do. Um, and in hindsight, I can see how bad it was because I was in my lovely flat. So why would I not want to get out of bed? But it was the, it's the pressure of, um, trying to be like act normal. I'm doing like air quotes here because what is normal, but act normal when you're feeling like that. The physical effects of anxiety make it so hard to get on with day-to-day life. Um, and when I read this message, I completely, I can completely relate. So let's, let's unpick this. So you have accepted that you have anxiety about something, which is amazing that you can even acknowledge it and have the self-awareness to acknowledge, right, I've got anxiety, I need to sort this out. That's amazing. Um, the first thing I would do is pinpoint the moment or try to because it can be very it can be quite a gradual thing that just kind of props up over time but try and pinpoint what made you feel anxious um and what is continuing to make you feel anxious and you could put this in your phone notes or you could put it in a notebook or um if you're really busy it can be quite difficult to pinpoint the stuff over the day it can just be a dull feeling that's there for the whole the whole day Um, So it's about self-awareness, being kind to yourself and just trying to figure out where the anxiety crops up and writing that down. You've also mentioned you're on furlough. It's probably got a lot to do with the current situation um, and the current world we're living in. Um, I don't think we should underestimate how much anxiety it can bring when the news is telling us all these different things and we're unsure and also... Our brains are constantly telling us right now that there's danger everywhere because we're having to avoid people and wear masks and stuff. So um, I don't think that will be helping. And I know you've been having panic attacks. Now, the last panic attack I had was on a train actually about a year ago, around a year ago. I remember I got on the train and it was quite hot um, and stuffy and I was trying to distract myself and I was already feeling anxious that day. Um, and I, I got up anyway and I was kind of, you know, when you feel like you're ignoring what your brain's telling you to do when you're anxious because you're, you've got to get on and go to work or whatever. Um, so I was kind of doing that, like, no, no, I'm not anxious. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. In hindsight, what I should have done is when I was at the station and the train came along, I knew then I didn't want to get on that packed train. I I already knew. My brain was telling me that's too crowded and you're feeling anxious. That's too crowded. I didn't listen to my my head in that moment. I just thought, oh my God, I need to get to work, blah, 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 blah. So um, I got on. What I should have done is allowed myself to maybe sit on the bench 
at the station, missed that train, the next one's coming in 20 minutes, I would be 20 minutes late for work, but I could message my boss, because I ended up being late anyway, because I had a panic attack, and then I was on the train station, and then I had to run to the toilet, like, it wasn't a good situation anyway, and I could have, I could have in hindsight, sat on the bench, take, take some deep breaths of cold, fresh air, calmed myself and got on a slightly less busy train that maybe I could have sat down on that is what I I wish I had have done but when you're feeling anxious you're not thinking straight and you can hardly string a sentence together when you're you know about to have a panic attack so I would it's it takes training but now I listen to those little niggles earlier because when it gets to the panic attack phase, it's because I've ignored it for too long and it's your body's way of saying something isn't right, I'm not feeling okay and you need to pay attention to me. Um, So I, yeah, if I neglect the things in my life that are causing me anxiety and I just go, oh no, no, it's fine, it's fine. I'm going to just, you know, carry on, chin up, carry on, you know, that sort of mentality. Um, which I think there is some merit to that I think getting up and you know carrying on as best we can is great we can't it's it's good to not let the anxiety affect your quality of life and getting up and looking after yourself and going to work are all great things to try and calm yourself down and silence the anxiety in your head but just trying to push through as you would do when you're feeling normal is not the way to cope with it Um, and I'm just assuming that that's the sort of the person you are you might not be similar to me and you might have been resting and stuff but um I think that ignoring the signs of why you might be feeling anxious or not giving yourself enough attention um not you know just allowing yourself calm moments in the day where you're not thinking about things Another way I quite like to combat anxiety, and I have quite a lot of anxiety, especially when I'm sitting still. Um, I can't seem to sit still. I'm always scrolling on a phone or fidgeting around or cleaning or something. I can't sit still. Um, And that can cause, you know, the body quite a lot of stress. So I have a notebook and I just, I've started doodling and I did it during lockdown a lot. Um, There's no pressure behind it. I'm not doing it for any particular reason. And it's my kind of meditation because I don't think all of us, you know, the kind of sit down meditation, I don't think that is for all of us. Like, I think all of our brains work in different ways. So it's just finding a way for your brain to not be thinking at 100 miles per hour about all these different things. So I want to kind of talk a bit about therapy now so she've said you've said you've had a cbt stint which you seem to have forgotten i just feel really lost wonder if any could give any tips on recommending a therapist so yeah cbt works for me um i've had cbt um i've actually just recently started up cbt again um for me it works perfectly but it's not for everybody so maybe if you've had this CBT stint and then you're still not feeling right in yourself maybe try something else like be a bit curious if you're 
last therapist was charging you 200 pounds for an hour and a half that's quite a lot of money um completely worth it I think but you know it's a lot of money if you're furloughed right now or you know with the current state of everything so maybe look for um a different kind of therapy and and the prices vary depending on what you go for but um I had talking therapy before my CBT and it it did help me for a little bit but I needed more in-depth CBT but maybe you know trying talking therapy or something slightly different or on a a different wavelength might help um you know just be curious with it just go and try out a few things it can't hurt to try it um and I'd say that even though therapy I'm completely for and I'm a complete advocate for therapy we have a lot of wisdom within ourselves and I think half of our anxiety and our just discomfort is because we don't check in with ourselves enough and we don't listen to our inner wisdom and what I mean by that is your body is intelligent and our minds are intelligent and all of these physical signs and physical symptoms and all of these thoughts and feelings they are all completely valid and they're there for a reason. Um, They're either there because something in your life is quite stressful right now, in which case your anxiety is completely justified. Um, If everything seems kind of okay, there's probably something, um, if, if you really sit with it, I think you can figure out what it is that is creating the panic and the anxiety I think we know deep down what it is a therapist is there to get that out you know in a very healthy way but we all know deep down what's what's there and we can figure it out if we just give ourselves the time the patience the space to sit with our feelings which sometimes feel very uncomfortable to sort of sit there with a notebook and say why do I feel like this and then write down stuff that comes up is uncomfortable like we want to distract ourselves let's scroll on our phone let's meet up with friends let's have a FaceTime let's let's cook some food let's watch some Netflix we're constantly looking for distractions and I think it's human nature too um because we don't want to sit we don't want to sit with it because it feels heavy and gross and it doesn't feel nice and I understand But I have found that when I've faced my anxiety head on and just kind of allow it to be there when it happens and not forcing it down and being open with the people around me and say, look, I'm having an anxious day today. I'm not feeling myself today. Um, I need some more time today. I um, need to cancel those plans today because I need to take time for me. All of those boundaries and all of that space and time you're giving yourself will help you develop strategies to deal with that quicker because, you know, when I was in that anxiety cycle, I really was just in a help, I felt helpless. I was like, why do I feel like this? Why can't I I budge this feeling of anxiety? Um, And it was because I was ignoring it. Um, I was having the therapy and then I was leaving and feeling a bit better and then I wasn't continuing the work. I wasn't I wasn't doing it elsewhere. I wasn't doing it every day. When that anxious thought popped up at work, I'd bury it and then I'd get home later and I'd be in like a really bad state. 
And I know it's difficult with responsibilities, but really nothing can work if you don't work. So, you know, you have to look after yourself first. Um, So I would say that just listening to yourself and honouring what you're feeling and even by reaching out um, to me or to a therapist is a first step because you're asking for help, you're acknowledging it, you're you're saying, okay, I feel really anxious and I'm ready to, I'm ready to help myself now. Um, I'm ready to do something about it. Um, I hope that I've helped and I hope that this message has helped. Um, also another big thing, I just want to, um, chime in quickly. Caffeine is my biggest, (laughs) just weakness with anxiety. I love caffeine. I love tea. Tea is my go-to. I'm not really a coffee drinker, but I would like enjoy a chai latte or something or like this, the pumpkin spice lattes are coming out now and I'm like, I really want one. Um, I might have to try and see if I can get a decaf one, but caffeine, since I've cut out caffeine, the heart palpitations, the sweats, the um, sleepless nights have gone. Um... I also grind my teeth in my sleep from anxiety um, and that has, although I think I still do it, it has reduced dramatically. So if you're listening to this off the bat, just try cutting out caffeine. Um, The first week I felt a bit weird and I didn't realise just how addicted I was to it. Um, So the first week I had a few headaches and stuff. But after that, now I sleep through the night. I don't miss it. I have decaf tea. It tastes the same. Um, Because caffeine really, guys, it really isn't good if you've got anxiety. Um, Just off the bat. Um, And just eating great food and feeding your body and making sure that you're eating when you're hungry. And like just looking after yourself when you're feeling like this is essential. Um getting enough sleep, all those things. And yeah, the main thing is just being kind to yourself because when we've got anxiety, we can tend to get the whip out and say, God, just stop thinking about this. Why are you thinking like this? Um, And that doesn't help anything. Um, Surround yourself with good people, you know. um, Just, yeah, you're going to get through it and we're, we're all just trying our best and you're definitely not alone. And if you're suffering with anxiety right now, I want you to take a deep breath with me. That was good, actually. I needed that. And did you hear? I stretched and I've, like, clicked my shoulder out of place. Great. (laughs) That was more than I bargained for. Um, Definitely need to get back into yoga, which is another good thing for anxiety. But anyway, I could continue on this subject for a very long time. Maybe I need to do another episode about it. Um, If you have a dilemma or something you're going through right now or something you want to chat about, um, DM me or send me an email. My email is going to be in the show notes um, and you can just ping me a little message and I keep it anonymous so you can say whatever you want and um, I can answer it in a future episode. I'll see you on the next one. Bye guys.